Well, well, well. Welcome to Movie Schmovie. Mm-hmm. Boy, Steve, you seem a little bit prouder than usual as, as you begin proud. this episode. Right. I'm very proud of this episode. I'm looking at my notes here. This is just episode 186 of Movie Schmovie. It's a podcast we've been doing for years. It's mm-hmm. just another episode. You know, it's not like a special. It's not like the 200th episode or the 2000th episode or anything like that. It might be more. Or special. is it? Or is it, John? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I, did I forget something really important? I think you did, man. Is tonight? Yes. It is. Is tonight the big night? Yes. Mm-hmm. And here comes a musical sequence where we sing about our big night. What is this, Ronald? It's the Schmovie Awards. The fifth annual. The fifth annual Schmovie Awards. This is the fifth annual Schmovie Awards. Movie Schmovie Awards. We finally made it. Yeah, man. Big we number did. five. It's cool. It's, it's crazy, cool. Man. It's good times. We've been at it for five whole years. Well, at least these awards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We've been at it longer <laughs> right. yeah. than five whole years. But yes, the awards official, or the official award ceremony has been in play for five years. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, I got to say, man, these categories, love them every year. They're fun. Me too. So yeah, man. Do we want to? What are we doing? I have a little snack right oh, here. You do. Yeah, so. There we go. Oh crap! Mash show. Is that is that peanut butter covered yogurt pretzels? <laughs> yes. Look at that. Look at that. Call that. No. And those I, are. I uh, have two eyes. White chocolate <laughs> almonds and dark and my, chocolate. And my peanut butter scent is like <laughs> sucked it right up. Dark chocolate pistachios and then just regular roasted cashews. Mm. So not a huge fan of pretzels, but these taste really good. They look good. You said dark chocolate pistachios. Yes. Wow. Never had that before. It works better than I thought it might. <laughs> mm. I love pistachios. We're obviously trying these things now, so right. just bear with us. I love pistachios. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah. I approve. Mm. Nice little grab bag you got there, John. Well, I appreciate it. They should have dropped this shit from the Oscars ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve... Uh, Brought snacks last time, yeah. but we didn't end up. We didn't get to it. Doing the schmovie award. It's cool. So. It's cool. Hey, there's nothing wrong with snacks two times in a row. Mm-mm. No one ever said no to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, mm-hmm. I love cashews. Give me them cashews. No one ever said no to that, except for the many people who have a problem with hearing people <laughs> smack and chew. Mm-hmm. Right. You're welcome. But as part of our tradition, <clears throat> as part of what makes the schmovie award special, and um, as the representative of the firm of Price Walker House Schmooper that mm-hmm. computes and sets up these awards. I want to let you know that there's another thing we're going to try to do this year, which is to try to show just how exemplary our handling of award results is going to be compared to our our friends at uh, Price Waterhouse and Cooper. fuckers. Who really bungled things at the at the Academy Awards this yeah. year. So I want you to see this year we've got all the award results. Oh, look at this. We have them Holy in shit. Red envelopes that are very clearly numbered, as you'll see according to the award. Not not in gold ink though, but in black ink. There's stands no out clearly. Chance that these are going to get confused with each other. Right, right. And just because we might be worried that like maybe you've, you're holding the results from one award, and then you read them at a later award, you know, like so right. confuse the results. I have right here a paper shredder. 
Oh, we're going to shred. Oh, I'll up. be shredding the results of each award as we go through the awards. Tonight. That's genius. You'd think they could take a couple of notes from us. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I think we there's we've, definitely an opening for We know Hollywood listens. Yes. We've yes. We, we've we've attested to this already yes. that Hollywood is listening to the show. So I know that someone who's got to be in the they academy or connected to Price uh, Waterhouse and Cooper, they have to be listening and going, "Why didn't we have a paper shredder?" Well, I mean, if they're out, I see a big opportunity for you, John. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, you should probably yeah. probably this episode just in. drop everything, move out to California, and start trying to make a go of replacing Price Waterhouse and Cooper for the Academy Awards. That's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That sounds very realistic. <laughs> it is. Can and I tell you that's be been my fallback it. plan all these years, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> to get to the point where they fuck up and yeah. you're like, now's my time yeah, to right. go. Yeah, that's right. You got to have West a realistic, attainable yeah. fallback. It that's yeah, that's good stuff. Man, looking over this list again, this is. I've never had anything covered pistachios Mm-mm. in my life. I don't think I have either. And now you can never say that again. It seems risky, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, it works. It does work. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much cover any nut and chocolate, and it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Tell me I'm wrong, Ronald. Very true. Tell me I'm wrong. You're talking about those cue balls south of the border? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, we have fun. Yeah, that's just, that's true. <laughs> well, yes, let's get things started with our first category. Cool. We like to jump out of the gates with an important one. You'll start us off with our first category of the night, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, the first category of the evening is whose year was it? And the candidates, or no, the, the nominees, rather. We'll get away from the candidate terminology. The <laughs> nominees are Riz Ahmed. This year he was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. The Night Of. The O.A., and Jason Bourne, Janelle Monet, Moonlight, Hidden Figures, Mahershala Ali, let me get my breath here, Moonlight, Luke Cage, House of Cards, Hidden Figures, Kicks, and Free State of Jones. Had to end with a really high quality Yeah, one you there. really went high at the end, yeah. <laughs> Built up to it, I can see. Yeah. Donald Glover, Atlanta, and being cast in Everything Disney, um, referencing the Han Solo film and... The Lion King. He's got it triangulated now. Oh, shit. Because he's in the Spider-Man movie, too. That's right. That's right. Wow, man. He's covering them all. Looks like he's a villain. Or at least... That'd be cool. Like a character they've been shady about revealing what his role (laughs) is. Yeah. Which could be a villain. Good. And then we have Bryce Dallas Howard, who's in gold. Pete's Dragon in Black Mirror. And the final nominee is Viola Davis for her role in Fences, How to Get Away with Murder, and something else. (laughs) Suicide Squad. This is an important award, Steve. It's a big award. I mean, like... Uh, I haven't looked back at the previous years to see how people have done subsequent to winning the award. Probably all had horrible <laughs> probably had horrible years. years. But the tough. premise here is somebody who's really been been killing it in the last it year. killed it. And I think a lot of times it's somebody who maybe before the year, we weren't we, we didn't know exactly what their name was, and now we, now we do. We're sure of it. Yes. Mm. So, with that And I mind. will look at this award... <laughs> envelope and note that it does say one. It does say one. For the first category of the evening. It does correspond to the award. And this is me opening the award. <laughs> note that I am not tweeting, yes. doing anything that might distract me, and nor were you, John. Right. <laughs> Such a professional. That's right. I was watching you very carefully. And the winner, Mahershala Ali. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's well-deserved. That's what, Looking dominated. at that list, even if you end it with Free State of Jones, which most people who haven't seen and probably shouldn't see, <laughs> Mm-hmm. No one could argue that that man is on a tear. Yes. Just to be clear, that is a perfect score for Mahershala Ali. Wow. Uh, which means a perfect that we three. All, we all put him in 
at number one. Perfect. For award. So, so now. <laughs> and this is John. Yes. Shredding award. Just number so one. This is, these are the results. We've all checked it. Award, Mahershala Ali. Done. Spelled correctly. As good as you were, Mahershala, you're going yeah. in the shredder. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. So now, uh, here's just a kind of a fun one. We go from a really important one to a kind of a fun one. I call this the self-referential sloppy opening award. Mm. That sounds really dirty. <laughs> but this award is basically us looking back on our podcast in the last year. Sure. And so I looked at the beginnings of every episode since the last Schmovie Awards. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard many people say, well, A, I've heard people say they like the first five minutes of the show because that's when we talk about just whatever right. before we get to movies. Right. And then I've also heard people say, like our friend of the show, Jason Conti, who would razz us based on how far into the show do we say our names, the name of the show, <laughs> what you're listening to, things that it seems like maybe people would know, but it is, it is a mark of professionalism to hit that stuff at the top of the show. So with that in mind, knowing that we do these sort of sloppy openings. Uh-huh. <laughs> I found the five sort of most noteworthy beginnings. And this is where, within two minutes or less of starting the show, we've gone off the rails, often within 30 seconds of... of you it know. takes zero time for <laughs> right. us to do this. Exactly. So. That's impressive. <laughs> Despite our training, our intense <laughs> podcast training, right. the nominees for the Sloppy Opening Award are, from episode 154, The Dr. Smooth Show. Hello. Hello. Um, welcome. Welcome, folks. I'm John. I'm Ronald. Steve. And we are the Dr. Smooth Show. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just an example of what might seem like kind of a smooth opening, but even for us, a smooth opening where we get all our names in the first 30 seconds is still, still a little bit weird. Right. The next nominee from episode 175, something called Steve's Suicide Note. <laughs> With emojis. Yes. <laughs> Steve, are you typing your suicide note? It's a very short note. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were kind of typing very furiously, and I was just thinking, like, I think I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a yeah. hard typer. Yeah, I think I kind of hit it hard. I, I've been accused of that. I had some office mates one time say that they didn't think anyone else typed as hard as I do. <laughs> John goes hard. Are you going to use emojis? <laughs> suicide note. <laughs> the last one would be that. <laughs> the X is for eyes. Yeah. And then from episode 156.5, a piece that can only be called Naked Butt on Wood. The thing is, none of us know if the other guys are naked or anything like that right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm bottom naked, if that helps. Paint Ooh. a picture for you guys. Very relaxed. Oh, that paints a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's something about, and I have this like corner nook, wooden nook, so it's just naked butt on wood, which I didn't realize was such a comfortable thing. That was our first phoner. That was the first time we were actually on the phone, so we were having a little bit of fun with the idea that we couldn't see each other. The next nominee from episode 169, a clip we'll just call 169. Welcome to Movie Schmovie. Yeah. One, this is uh, 169. 169, which follows 
168. Look at that. Right. And here's the thing. And I, it goes I, in order. I've usually. had 169 before in my life. Only one. You've had Only one. one. Yeah. Was it good? Only one. It was, yeah, Up it was top of my brother. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, it was a summer's night, so it was kind of... Like humid? Humid. Sticky. It was weird. All yeah. over the place. I mean, but... But you live to tell the tale. <laughs> exactly. So that's a good... Exactly. That's a people good. usually die from 69? <laughs> I've heard horrible stories. Like suffocation. Things what? like that. How could you pass that up, though? I know. Mm-hmm. You only it have was there. one episode. You bumped it. This episode 169. You spike it down, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. That one. Not until 269. <laughs> Not until episode 269 can we find out if one of us has had 269. Yeah, you, you've got some time to get that <laughs> right, second right, one right. off. That's true. All right, and the final nominee for the Sloppy Opening Award from episode 167. <clears throat> a night when Ronald forgot we were recording and we texted him and he said, I'm on my way. <laughs> and so we waited around a little bit and then we just started recording a clip that we'll call The Empty Chair. <laughs> well, Steve. <clears throat> John. People may notice there's a little dead air right there. There's a lack of voice and name and everything right there. Yeah. There's one of us that's not here. I'm, I'm going to... Let's run down the roll call one more time, just to be clear here. Steve? That's me. All right. I'm here. Yes. And you, John. Yes. You are also... I'm John, and I'm here. Here as well. Okay. And um, <laughs> as we both look at the empty chair... And the winner of the Sloppy Opening Award, I don't think it surprises anyone that it's 169. As it should be. (laughs) Mm. And the next category is Worst Sequel. And the nominees are X-Men Apocalypse, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, Zoolander 2, Independence Day Resurgence, and Bad Santa 2. And the winner is... We need to get like a good sound effect mm-hmm. there, like something stupid. The winner is Zoolander 2. Zoolander nice. 2. You are a piece of shit. The movie was terrible. So we've had a lot of time. It's been over a year, right? Mm-hmm. Since Zoolander 2. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like February, I think. I think it has come up so many times on this it really show has. as like an example of something bad or you know something wrong-headed or something that we don't want to see more of it's kind of tough because i think we're all you know ben stiller fans yeah i definitely am mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fan of zoolander one what's he doing now anything that we've I heard have of no clue what no, ben no, stiller's no. doing i haven't talked to him in a while uh you could probably look it up real quick i kind of gave up <laughs> on him you could him to be it here's the award to be shredded all right the envelope says three. Yep. We've all seen Got it. it. Bye bye. The shredder, she is angry tonight. <laughs> Hope she's hungry. <laughs> all right. Next category is the biggest WTF moment. And for those of you who don't know that, it means what the fuck. Mm-hmm. The biggest what the fuck moment of 2016. The nominees Suicide Squad, winning an Oscar. Johnny Depp in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Spoiler the, alert. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag spoiler alert. Hashtag don't care. <laughs> the entirety of Yoga Hosers. The semen baster scene in Don't Breathe. Martha scene from Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. And the opening title scene from Nocturnal Animals. And our winner in this category, the biggest WTF moment 
of 2016. What is that that you're stealing? Is that like a car starting or muffling out? Or what is that? It's a it's a drum. Suicide Squad Oscar winner. Man, that hurts. Yes. That really hurts. I'm super bitter about that still. Do you feel burned because we kind of came out hard against that film and it was it, it was validated with like the box office it really was and yeah. then the oscars like when it did even the sort of genre films that we might have liked to see win a little something didn't get didn't get any crumbs this year totally. but suicide squad did totally it's ridiculous and the fact that two of the closest women in my life to me both love that movie mm-hmm. like both aaron and Lauren. that's okay my wife and one of my best friends not loved it, but they like are yeah. they're they're defending it. That bothers me, and the fact that they're it. like giving me shit Oscar night that mm-hmm. they just won an Oscar that bothers me even more. You're gonna <laughs> dangle that over your head for yeah, the rest. It's of your never life. gonna leave me alone. <laughs> Jesus, I should not have to go through that <laughs> in this world. So since we're just at this one little point here, what does everybody think? Is DC in any better shape than they no. were? No, <laughs> no, good one, John. No, at the Man. time we we're recording this, they just broke the news that the script for the Batman, is being rewritten from the ground up. Now, yep. that was co-written by Ben Affleck, who was to direct the film Correct. and star in the film, and he's now no longer directing it or writing it. And They're rewriting and, it, yeah. And hopefully still starring in it. Fingers crossed. But he recently had his uh, sort of public announcement about rehab. Completing what, a rehab. I mean, do, do you think he's going to play Batman in another film after Justice League this year? Man, I want to say yes. Right. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say he's going to stick it through. But a lot of it makes so much more sense. I don't know. This is like me just being like, I'm, I can see, my, I see myself as a friend right, right. of Ben Affleck. I get it. It's like he did, you know, I'm sure being involved with this DC monster thing is like really, really rough on you. And like, you know, the big swing in a, not a miss, but kind of like foul tipped it with Live By Night. I just feel like it's just like hearing that announcement or reading that announcement, it, it things make a lot of sense you know right. like him as a person it's like get, you know getting your life together like i hope he does yeah um but i really do hope that he sticks with it i mean like i hope that they can make a good movie that i mean a lot of people acknowledge it like he was you know probably some of the best stuff in batman vs man and, and beyond wonder woman like you know she was really great too mm-hmm. but I, I really want to see him and i hope he like i hope he wants to see himself as batman is such an iconic character in a good dc batman movie yeah i was thinking the same thing like as much as this feels like this is doomed yeah I was thinking how strange it is because when you came out of that movie, Batman vs. Superman, the one thing we all sort of agreed on was that Ben Affleck was a success as Batman, or at least right. most people I talked to. Yeah. So it'd be strange if that was the one thing they couldn't get off the ground. Because it yeah. seems like getting a Batman movie off the ground should be the biggest no-brainer. Totally. But I do believe what he said about you don't want to make like an ill-considered or half-baked Batman movie. Yeah. So maybe the problem is that this movie was on the calendar before there was a script that anyone uh, was happy with. You yeah. Know? Like all of it, like a lot of them. Yeah. We're just sad. All right. There's an episode to be made. Oh my God, there's such an episode to be made. At some point, looking back on the on what DC has Gotta let done. it air out a little yeah. more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who knows when we'll be able to have enough right. movies to talk about, though. All right, the next uh, award tonight. This is a <laughs> perennial category. I believe this has been around since the first awards. I'm not absolutely sure. I think so. But this is a category called Shit That Got Real. <laughs> this is an award given to a moment where shit got real. Straightforward. Yes. And the nominees are The Last Act of Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, (laughs) 
Everything after he killed my mom in Captain America Civil War. Mm. Chiron confronts his bully in Moonlight. Anton Yelchin's arm goes through hell in Green Room. And John C. Riley puts his hand in a toaster in The Lobster. This uh, John C. Riley moment was also a possibility for what the fuck moment. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I feel like the pain that it was and that it depicted and the fact that we don't really know what this world is yet, that's one of the first indicators yeah. in the movie that yeah. people are people are doing things that go against their best interests sure. in this film, Steve. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the winner of the shit that got real, or the shit that got the realest for us in 2016. The winner is, well, the loser is, Anton Yelchin's arm going through hell in Green Room. Damn. That's, yeah. yeah. And let's pour I, one out I, for I, Anton Yelchin as well. Seriously, peace, man. man. What a loss. So young. Such so a sad. moment. Yeah, man. Yeah. One of the, one of the most unsettling kind of lingering bits of gore that I yeah. think I've seen it really, in recent right. years. No preparation for that happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that scary thing of like, it's like everybody can think of that, not that moment, but like, you know, putting your hand into a dark spot yeah, or reaching into like a hole in the wall or like, you know, that kind of right. like, it's like, it's such a relatable thing and like reaching your hand out there and not trusting, like not really truly trusting what's on the other side. And man, did shit get real there. Yeah. Yes. And, and and like you said, like showing it when he pulls it in, just sends it over the top. And the fact that he's playing the pain. Oh yeah. And the like, just the fear of, of like it's it's a very like vulnerable totally. moment for him as an actor. You know. It is. I thought Great he was scene. gonna be. I thought he was just gonna disconnect his arm or something. Mm-hmm. It looked like it. Yeah, they were just it gonna pull it severe. out of this place. Yeah, yeah but nah. that's obviously what they were trying to do. Yeah. Jesus. So the next category is. Which Moonlight vignette gutted you the most? You guys all understood what that means, right? Like, which one left you in a shambles the most? Mm -hmm. Emotionally wrecked. Part one, Little. Part two, Chiron. Part three, Black. And then what happened at the Oscars as the last choice? (laughs) (laughs) And the winner is... As as Steve said, uh, a car starter. (laughs) And or like a muffler going, (laughs) about to go up. Yeah. The winner is... A tie between part one, uh, that's little, and part two, which is black. Uh, That should be part three, black. Part three, black. So the winner... Was part one and part three. Yeah, okay. Yes. Is that an error from Price Walker House Mover? I think it is. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I wrote down part two. Yeah. We need a new company. Please shred this information. We'll obviously wait a few days to release a statement yeah. on this issue, but we're going to end up blaming John yes. all the it way. It should say three where it says two. We just wow. analyzed this, and it seems In clear the that when writing two, where it has a W and an O... <laughs> Um, we should have put in an H R E E. That's very perceptive. <laughs> we need Warren Beatty to come out and explain mm-hmm. this right now. Let me explain what happened, guys. It's shitty that he dumped that on her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really about? feel like he was dumping on her. I kind of nope. feel like he was like hoping she would look at him and say the same thing, and she was just all in on like, "Oh, yeah. Warren, <laughs> you're so silly." All right, Steve. And the next category is the most pleasant surprise, which is an award that goes to a great film that we were not expecting. And this year's nominees are Swiss Army Man, 
The Handmaiden, Hell or High Water, The Invitation, and Train to Passan. This is where Price Walker House Schmooper has to redeem itself. Oh, yeah. Category 7 has got to come out strong. Mm -hmm. Goodness. And the winner is The Handmaiden. All right. You know, admittedly, I, had a, I, I haven't seen it yet. So I can't even really tell you about this movie. It's the one from 2016 of all the movies I knew I had to or wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. That I didn't get to see. You didn't still. see it? Nah, man. Oh, and I hate it. myself for it. Because I, I, I try to sit down and watch it Hold all on a the time. second, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's, the, uh, that's, that's John shredding the uh, chances of Price Walker House Schmoober handling the sixth annual Schmoober Awards. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So you say you try to see it pretty well. Often? No, I, I like I, I try to watch it like so many times, like at home. But like, I, I want to like de I want to like be in a bubble and watch it. Like I don't want to be distracted. I want to like give it a tried and true, hundred percent attention. Because sometimes I watch the movies and like I get through the movie, but like I've I've like been distracted a few times. You right, know what right. I mean? Mm -hmm. That's one though, because it was on my like list of like I need to see these movies from my best of list or whatever. Right. And fuck, I just dropped the ball. I just still haven't seen it. Damn, still haven't seen it. It's it's the one that got away. And I'm sorry, guys, and to all the listeners. So the next category, this is a little bit different for us. Um, there's not really just a winner. This is more of just a ranking for three items. But we did an episode in the past where we, we sort of we played a, a game of FMK. <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. For those of you out there who are grown-ups and are listening to the explicit version of this podcast. <laughs> and I realized that the current... Disney sort of live action cinema dom dominance machine has three kind of main Absolutely. prongs. Yeah. One would be Star Wars, one would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the other would be all these live action remakes of Disney classics that we've right. been seeing. So I thought, why not do a little FMK mm. with Star Wars, MCU, and live action remakes of Disney classics? And you guys may not be surprised at all to know that that's the order in which it came out. <laughs> We all sort of agreed to fuck Star Wars. There was some disagreement really? about whether to marry or kill Marvel or the live-action remakes of Disney films. Mm. But it turned out that we squeaked out a marriage with uh, Marvel films. Okay. And the unfortunate live-action remakes of Disney classics is now moldering in a shallow grave. <laughs> all of us said that? No. We didn't all say it. Oh. But it just worked. Oh, it, I figured you wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> guys, 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 we it's, don't it's, talk it's, about it's, the results like this. Oh. Yeah. I mean, what? That's very declassé. <laughs> After that Moonlight category mix yeah, up, that, we really can't have this. Are we just right going right off the rails right now? <laughs> this <one's> controversy. <laughs> but yes, in order, Fuck, Mary Kill would be Star Wars, MCU, and live action remakes cool. of Disney classics. Okay, the next category is Fuck That Movie. Now, we uh, still don't know. With this category, why movies end up in this category? I think yeah. the only thing is that it's fun to hear you say a movie and then say "fuck that movie" mm -hmm. in a slightly different way to indicate your feelings about that movie. Yeah. So that's what I'm in it for, Ron. And we all just listen for that slight bit of like that little change, that subtlety, the inflection that changes in your right, voice. Right. Yes. Because it says everything that anybody would need to know about why they should fuck right, that right. movie. Right. Okay. So, Zoolander two, fuck that fucking movie. <laughs> okay. La La Land, fuck that movie. <laughs> Expert Apocalypse, fuck that movie. Nocturnal Animals, eh, fuck that movie. Hail Caesar, fuck that movie. Zootopia, fuck that movie. Suicide Squad, fuck that fucking piece of shit fucking movie. 
Manchester by the Sea. Fuck that movie. And the winner. <laughs> and the winner slash loser of the fuck this movie category. Fuck that movie awards goes to Suicide Squad and X-Men Apocalypse. It's another tie. Both wow. terrible fucking movies. Do not see either one of them, please. From both studios. Uh, this is Well, that's Fox, right? Yeah. Fox is X-Men, Suicide Squad, DC. Fuck that movie. <laughs> All right, please shred this, sir. Thank you. This is exciting. All right, so next category. <laughs> After we're done with the shredding. <laughs> All right. The shredder like wanted to make sure that one was extra shredded. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go... <laughs> Our next category is the, the Tell Us How You Feel About It, Though, award. <laughs> Given to the uh, splashiest social or political moment of the award season, uh, providing or proving that entertainers have opinions, too. God so, damn it. Why don't they just shut up and act? Keep Steve? your mouth shut and just act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Our first nominee is Meryl Streep. Gives a pointed speech at the Golden Globes and gets dissed by Donald J. Trump. Whoa. Second nominee is David Harbour conflates fighting interdimensional creatures with humanitarian activism at the SAG Awards. Amazing and <laughs> amazing and befuddling Winona Ryder. <laughs> that meme is great. It is. Right? The, all the whole series of them is yeah. great. Uh, next nominee is Brie Larson ices Casey Affleck when presenting his best Oscar, best actor Oscar. And the final nominee is Taraji P. Henson's Love Wins Every Time speech at the SAG Awards. And our winner, Price Walker House. It's flying over to me. It's a red envelope has wings. Meryl Streep gives a pointed speech. I really like that moment. At the Golden, I I did too, man. I really like that moment. I did, I did too. We talked about it a little bit on one of our like little phoner episodes, mm -hmm. like just like the the opportunity, you know, to say something like that. If you yeah. if you if you're if you find yourself in a moment like that, I'd be like, how do you not? No matter which way you go, say it if you want to say it. It's kind of how I feel about it. So, way to go, Meryl. Thank you. And you've you. also Thank won you, an Meryl. award here, so obviously you made the right choice. <laughs> you did it. All right, hold on a sec. Shred, 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 shred those nominee papers. <laughs> or the winner papers. So this next category is one of our sort of attempts to recognize someone in a kind of special achievement way or a lifetime Oscar kind of cool. way. And we've done this in the past. And it never quite seems to work out the way you think it would. Mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to honor one person. The category seems like it's geared towards honoring one person. Sure. And it never really seems to go that way. So sure. here's a little montage of moments from past Schmovie award ceremonies where we've just had a hard time awarding. We tried, guys. A very deserving actor. So I guess the, uh, the next award is for best performance by an actor in a role <laughs> of either Jordan Belfort or Jay Gatsby. This is rated from favorite to least favorite. And the nominees are? The nominees are Leonardo DiCaprio. Period. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and the winner is inconclusive. <laughs> we do not know. <laughs> it was too hard to crunch the numbers on that one. I couldn't be sure. There was an error in tabulation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, the next award of the evening, one of my favorite awards, is the 
Tom Cruise 110% award. <laughs> this is an award given to a total champ who was really amazing in both Enemy and Nightcrawler this year. And the nominee is Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's that's it. Just, <laughs> just just him. Oddly, he was the only one that was victory. in both of those. The only films. one who met that category. Well, let's see who Absolute won. victory. And unfortunately, the results are inconclusive. <laughs> Ooh, John, how did this happen? Price Walker House <laughs> Schmooper? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Next category. The It's Not a Party Without Hardy Award. This award's given to an actor with nice lips who either doesn't talk much in movies or does in fact talk but more so sounds like he's chewing on beef jerky or something. <laughs> and the nominees. Nay, the nominee is Mr. Tom Hardy. And that is all. <laughs> and the winner this is the most anticipated one I think Like I think so too <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa stop the press <laughs> the winner of this award is inconclusive it's inconclusive I don't <laughs> wow <sighs> wow it's embarrassing it's, I feel like this happens every year So with that in mind, <laughs> here we are at the fifth annual Schmovie Awards trying to honor an actor mm. with what is called the My Amy is True Award, <laughs> give, like given to a hardworking and gifted actor who closed out the year carrying a truly great film, Arrival, and doing her best in a truly gross film, Nocturnal Animals. And the nominee is Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. And the winner <laughs> Ronald this can't be right. What does that say? Emma Stone, La La Land. What the fuck? What? Steve. How's this happen? This... I don't I don't I don't What, what number we got here? <laughs> it's number eleven. It's number eleven. I don't even think she was nominated for anything. I don't think so. let's go back to the sheet. This is kind of a sad. It is, a, man. That's really, a humiliating turn. Really dropped the ball on this one. Uh, the shit we apologize. Let's never talk of this again. <laughs> Let's never try to honor any, another any, deserving any actor. Any package you put together in the future, don't yeah. include that one. <laughs> right. Jeez. That's just a disgrace. <laughs> All right. All right. The Bring final, it home, Ronald. The final category: the schmooviest, the film we love that the Academy didn't. Self-explanatory. And the nominees are Arrival. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. De, de Villeneuve. Denis, Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. There you go. Hunt for no, the say, people. You gotta say the director's name and then director, like they do at the. Uh, yeah. Okay. Arrival. They make it sound like disconnected, like yeah. it's separate. Arrival. Denis Villeneuve. Director. <laughs> Perfect. Close enough. It was, not, it was much better. Much yeah. better. Hunt for the Wilder people. Taika Waititi. Director. Heller Highwater, David McKenzie, director. The Invitation, Karen Kasama. Am I, am I saying that correctly? I think so. Yeah. Director. Green Room. This is the this is the one I don't know how to pronounce. Jeremy Solnier. 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 
director. Kubo and the Two Strings, Travis Knight, director. And the award goes to... This is the big one, guys. Let's just say if, like, the Academy embraced genre, Mm -hmm. they could all be in that... They could all have been nominated. Yeah, they could have. It really really is simple. Simple as that. Arrival. Yes! Great goddamn movie. Okay, now here's something, guys. Uh Uh-oh. Check this out. Uh First, let me shred that. Okay. Yeah, get rid of that forever, John. We don't want to accidentally read it next year. (laughs) Absolutely not. But here's an interesting thing. Mm Mm-hmm. We aren't quite sure how to say his name, but this is the third time that Denis Villeneuve has won the Shmoovia. Get out really? of here! In 2013, it was a tie between American Hustle and Prisoners. Prisoners, Prisoners so good. 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy right. was our Shmoovia. 2015, Sicario. Sicario. Wow. wow. He gets plenty of love at Shmoovia. He's our he guy. He is. And if Blade Runner 2049 is as good as it Ooh. could be... Yeah. He could be back next year. What do you think about the teaser for that? He's got a good chance, man. I mean, I think it's a pretty good teaser. Yeah. I think it's got atmosphere, and it shows you that it's doing something, and I just don't know if we know... I mean, I'm not like a worshiper of Blade Runner. I think it's a great film in a lot of ways, but I never... like. Neither. I think it's visually stunning, and it's a world that I love to, you know, kind of dip into, but as far as having it as this kind of sacred cow thing, I I think someone could piggyback on that story and do some interesting things and I like I'm, I like Gosling now I'm high on him yeah and I'm fine with Harrison Ford coming back if he's gonna be interested in what he's doing so is it coming out in 2017 October. comes out this fall yeah, yeah October. oh wow that's kind of the Villeneuve spot isn't it it really is November because Prisoners was a fall film so was Sicario so was Arrival wow man I'm we're yeah I, we are huge fans. Yeah, apparently. Eventually, we're going to know how... I know it's definitely Denis. Yeah. The first name. Yes. Definitely Denis, not definitely Dennis. Denis. So we can call him Denis V. Denis, Denis, Denis V. Okay. Denis V. Denis V. Denis V. Denis V. Denis V. Or that. we got to get him. we got to get him on the show. Obviously, we've I been mean, pumping him up he, from he afar. three out of four years. Mm-hmm. You kill, or three out of five years. Yeah, what was man. the first one? i got to say, I'm surprised at that one. Because I don't remember like you guys loving that movie. Well, did you see it again, or did you just change your mind? I didn't hate it, man. I really liked it. I really okay. liked it. I think it was just that the conversation <clears throat> would have gone... It's one of those conversations that gets started in the nitpicky way, as opposed okay. to the yeah, what agree. was the emotional the, reaction the, the, to the, the film big, way. Because yeah. I think sometimes you, you approach the way you're thinking about a movie as though you're mentally deflecting complaints about the movie or you're constructing an argument against it and i think that somehow just the we got off on that foot and okay, it was like okay. we started talking about the things we would nitpick about it yeah. but as far as a movie that really resonates yeah. huge and i watched it with with nikki and henry and it was right at the level of like adult kind of sci-fi for him and having seen um sixth sense and unbreakable oh, right. mm. i think it really he really liked the idea that he was kind of seeing a grown-up that's cool Sort of, but still, kind of a, a movie that has appeal to to kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. it's got like those sci-fi elements, and it was cool to see him get his head around the the twist and and the emotional. Did they both the like film. it? Yeah, they both liked it a lot. Cool. I mean, I think people are going to like this movie. I know a lot of people that don't it, see man. movies at all that saw this and said it's the best movie they've ever seen. I agree. Yeah, it was just a lot to unpack right after you seeing it. It's yeah, just a lot. It definitely is. So it took me a while to just kind of sit with it and. Think about what it Did was. Did you feel stronger about it after seeing it a second time? I need to see it again. I definitely sort of got swept up in being watchful yeah. of all those little moments and those mm. little cues and those little things. And I do think 
it helped. I mean, it, it, it did enrich the second viewing a lot. I wouldn't so much say that it made the movie better, but it, the second time through, I was able to really appreciate that those, those it's like there's real, there's emotional hits yeah. if you know what's going on. Yeah. Denny V, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Well done this year. Yeah. yeah. Both of you. I'm proud of you guys. Five so years. That was, a, that was a good movie awards. It was. It was. As it is always. Yeah. Price Wa- Walker House did okay job. Yeah. I mean, the presentation was great. Absolutely. A little flub. We had some highs. We had some lows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some revelations. We wrote Almost two. gave it to the wrong part of Moonlight. Yeah, we wrote two when we meant three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of mistake that could, could end lives if I were, like, actually an important person or, like, a... You know, like a maybe a, you shouldn't move out to the west. A Coast, leader though. of men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still think I'm doing better because we didn't have a fuck up on the big award at the end right. of the night. It was in the middle. We were able to put it in the context, and you addressed it quickly. And we did. We did. Appreciate you didn't get that. to sit there for two minutes and you know somebody accept yeah. the award or discuss it. <laughs> right. You were on it. I got to give you that. We didn't have part two of of uh, Moonlight up at the up at the mic. Yes. Thanking their family and everything before we had to kick them off and then shuttle uh, part three up there. What do you think about the extreme zoom in after he reveals the that Moonlight one at the Oscars? The I thought that was zoom in. What do you mean? The, when he held up the oh the card, the card. I thought mm-hmm. that was so funny, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they had it's to. like comical, like yeah. the, the, how quickly it zoomed in. It's like Moonlight one. It's like zoom. is it not a joke? <laughs> it's <laughs> not a joke. The best part about that before the zoom is just how he snatches it out of Warren Beatty's hands yeah. to show yeah. the card. Oh man, that's that's legendary right there. It was really crazy. That wine glass hitting this bowl made a beautiful tone, didn't it? It did. It did. I think that was the chime that says that the award show is over. It's over, guys. Now Thank you so much for a- coming out. Time for yeah. the after party. You're right. Where's it at? I don't know. <laughs> Who's doing it up? I have not heard break. anything from Vanity Fair on this, Steve. <laughs> There'll be something. I think Target's still open. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a little tidbit. Let's set up the Target. <laughs> I got the red card. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. You can find us on iTunes, any place you can listen to your podcast. We're probably there. Uh, you know, leave a review if you can. Stars. We'll say it at the end of every episode because it, it does really help us a lot if you can take a moment to do it for us. Um, can we tell them what we're doing next episode, John? Or? I think so. Yeah, yeah. We had so much fun. <clears throat> Playing a game of FMK with uh, with those Disney movies, we thought we might just do a whole episode. Yeah, you got the hat here still. All the options are still in the hat. Yes. It makes total sense. No brainer. <laughs> so the next episode of movies literally movie, a no brainer for yeah, us yeah. because we didn't have to watch anything or prepare zero, any thoughts. Zero preparation. Yeah, mm-hmm. just go for it. Yeah, that'll like be on that. the next episode. Um, so if you have any questions for us, any feedback, any suggestions for future episodes, you can also email us at moviesmovie at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook page. But uh, otherwise, as always, you've made our day. Thanks. Bye.